let us um, share together God's word. I'm reading from Revelation 6, chapter, chapter 6, verses 1 through uh, 17. I'm reading from the King James translation, Revelation 6, verses 1 through 17. And when I saw, and when the Lamb opened one of the seals, I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth that they should kill one another. And there was given him, unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And, be, and I beheld a, a low, a, a black horse. And he sat on him, had a pair of balances in his hands. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou... Hurt not the oil and the wine. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him, and power was given unto him over fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, and with hunger, and with death, and the beast of the earth. And then when I opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they, they held. And they cried out with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and trust, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And with white robe and white robes were given unto every one of them, and if it, and if it was given unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also had the brethren that they should not be should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. And beheld when I when he had opened the sixth seal and lo there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became as blood and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth as even a big fig tree cast her her untimely figs when it is shaken of a mighty wind and heaven departed as a scroll which has been rolled up together and every mountain and island was moved out of their places and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men of every bondman and every free man hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide from us the place of him that sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day his wrath has come, and who shall be able to stand? I read that again. For the great day of his wrath is come, and he shall, who shall, shall be able to stand? This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So verse 17 in Revelation 6 tells us that one day the wrath of God is coming. 
One day Jesus is going to judge this world with wrath. That he's going to pour out wrath upon this world and shake the world to the foundation, to its core. And as we look, and we'll talk about it in a minute, that there will be a time coming that this world will, will face great, a great cosmic destruction. Not only, you know, we have earthquakes every day in, in our world, um, but there will be a tremendous earthquake that will shake the world. Um, sometimes, you know, we have earthquakes across the across the uh, the this the, the ocean and other parts of the world, and sometimes we have earthquakes in California, and sometimes we've had little tremors in South Carolina. But the Bible says that there's a great earthquake coming that will shake the foundation of the world. That everybody is going to feel it. It's going to register everywhere on the Richter scale. It's going to be God getting ready to judge this world and and to avenge the world of his son's death and, and avenge the world because of its disobedience and avenge the world because of its sin. God is going to judge sin in, in this time. So, folks, let me tell you, I've been saying this. If you haven't given your life over to Jesus Christ, now is the time to do it. So, there, so make no question about it, folks. There is The wrath of God is definitely coming. It shows up in Revelation 6. And when we get into Revelation 6, we, the church is already in heaven. The church is safely in heaven. God has called together the church even before he opens up that seal and hands that seal to, to, to Jesus. We're all sitting there right there with a ringside seat watching God give that that scroll to Jesus containing the seven seals. See, a document, as I talked about last week, it was sealed with seven seals. And so God begins the tribulation period by handing the, 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 the scroll to Jesus because Jesus, you know, is in the driver's seat now because of his obedience to the death on the cross, that God is altered Jesus. So there's a time coming that Jesus will be sitting on the throne, judging the world and dispensing the judgment. Jesus right now is dispensing grace. He says to us, if we follow him and do his commandments and love one another, make sure we do that too, love one another. You know, you can, you can hate your brother and say you love Jesus and you're making God out to be a liar. So we need to love one another, speak kindly to one another, care for one another, um, be, be courteous to one another, be respectful for one another. When we do that, we're doing what Jesus asks us to do. Uh, it's easy to be a Christian and easy to walk around and tell folk what to do and, and how they're not living their life. That's what not what the Bible says. We need to love one another, care for one another, pray for one another, be there for one another. Not pouring out our thoughts about one another, but we need to care about one another. Um, and so Jesus says, if we do that, then we're going to be what? Sitting at his right hand in heaven. As he, as he is sitting next to God in the right hand, we're sitting at his right hand because we're his bride. And so as, so before the sea, it's good to know this morning, church fam this evening, church family, that uh, as we're sitting at the sitting in God's presence, he has not dispensed the tribulation 
or brought judgment or wrath upon the world. We're sitting right there. And as we are seated with him, then, then, as he's raptured the church, then he gives the seal over to Jesus. See, Jesus is the only one open that, on that scroll we talked about last week. Nobody else can open it. Nobody else is worthy to open that scroll. And so Jesus is the only one worthy. So he opens the scroll, and then when he opens, this breaks the seals, judgment happens. Tribulation period begins. And so that's what we're going to look at tonight. Everybody fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> the, um, the first four seals from chapter 6 have to do with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The first seal that Jesus opens, he behold a white horse, and and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went went forth conquering and to conquer. Okay. Now the judgments are arranged there in in sevens. You know, sevens is the number of of um. The days of creation, God created God created on earth in seven days. Also, there's seven, seven uh, Jewish feast days. You know, the, the Jesus was crucified on Passover. It was the first feast day. Jesus was in the grave on unleavened bread. The festival of unleavened bread, that's the second day. Jesus rose from the dead on the first fruits, that's the third feast day. Church began on Pentecost, that's the fourth feast day. The church will be raptured, it's believed, on the on the day on the day of trumpets, that's the fifth feast day. It's reasonably that the second coming will come on the in, in on the day of atonement, that's the sixth feast day, and the last feast day, the millennial reign is believed will be on the feast of tabernacles. So that's the seventh day. So the pat so the pattern of the judgments followed <coughs> number the number seven. There's seven um, seal judgments and seven trumpet judgments and seven bowl judgments. Okay. So tonight we get into the first six in the chapter six. We get into six, um, six of the trumpet judgments. Um, I mean, excuse me, six of the um, six of the uh, of the um, seal judgments. Okay, so I got that. Sometimes it can be confusing. So we have we we get into six. Seal judgments tonight. The first four verses um two two um two through eight have to do with the first four seals have to do with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Um now the the first the first seal that is opened, as I mentioned, has a, a white horse and a rider that sat on him. And now the this rider uh, had had was dressed in white and he had a bow, but he did not have a arrow with the bow. And this rider went out to do what? 
conquer. Went forth conquering and to conquer. So this rider is the Antichrist. So as soon as the church leaves the building, now you got to imagine the effect that's going to happen in this world when the rapture happens. I didn't talk about this. But you, you can imagine what's going to happen when the rapture happens and then the next couple of days, all these millions and th thousands and millions and billions of people just disappear off the face of the world. And that's going to affect the social, economic, the, the criminal justice system. It's going to affect government. It's going to affect the power grid. It's going to affect everything about this life. When people, it's going to affect the airline industry. It's going to affect transportation. When all these millions of, millions of people just start or disappear overnight, and the next morning, everybody wakes up, and all of a sudden, news reports from across the globe begin to begin to report that these billions of people have disappeared overnight, and that there's no trace of these people. And these people, you know, that they're the ones that turn on the power, and they're the ones that ride drive the trains and drive the trucks and 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 drive the fly the planes and represent us in government and. And, and serve some serve on the local level, all of a sudden, what's going to happen is this world is going to be crippled as we know it. Because when you have thousands, billions of people disappear, then this world as we know it is not going to be the same because it's not going to have people there to operate the power grid, not people that's not going to be there to do the transportation to run the trains. They're going to be all what? disappeared in, in heaven with Jesus. And so this world um, is going is to be in upheaval um, because, you know, what's going to happen, you know, in the, when the government, when, there's, when the, all the Christians are gone, who pay the taxes. You know, it's going to have an effect on everybody that's left behind. Um, and so this world is going to struggle. And this world is going to be in chaos. And this world is going to be in a mess. And so this world is going to look for what? A leader to guide them and explain to them what has happened. So as soon as the church leaves the building, um, the first sign, the first seal that is that is appears in, in, um, is the coming of the Antichrist. Now, some people believe this is the coming of Jesus. But, folks, let me t ask you this question. Jesus is sitting there open in the throne. And I know Jesus can be at two places at one time if he wanted to. But why would Jesus open the scroll and, and open that seal just and then, poof, he's right there? No, it's not Jesus. It's the false Messiah, the false Christ. He's dressed in white. He is the beast. He's dressed in white. He looks like he's coming to bring peace, but no, what? What does he do? He's coming to bring what? The sword. See, he has a he has a bow, but it does not have arrows. See, that's the sign of he's coming to seek power over people. He's not coming to he's not coming to get power by what using force and using the military, which he will in the later times. But he's coming to bring deception to people. And he's trying to control people, make them believe in him, have power over them, not by what? 
not by using weapons, but by using his what? Um, his charisma. You know, he's going to be able to sweet talk the world into letting him be the world di dictator. Um, he's going to appeal to the masses, and the masses are going to love him, and he's going to he's going to have people worship him, and 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 follow after him blindly. And if he says jump, they're going to ask him how high. That this is he's going to have power and dominion. He's going to ride out as the conqueror. See, you know Jesus when he Jesus um, rode in Jerusalem, he didn't ride on a horse. He rode on a donkey. He was the rightful heir of the throne, but he didn't ride on he didn't ride on a white horse. He did what? He rode on a donkey. But when he comes again in Revelation 19, you better believe it. He's going to be riding on a white horse to conquer. But see, the Antichrist comes in is to to be a a false Messiah, a false sense of hope, a false sense of peace for people, and they're going to believe in him, and they're going to receive him, and they're going to worship him, and they're going to bow down before him, and they're going to do everything he wants them to do. He even put 666 on the forehead, because without 666, um, you're not be able to eat, not be able to buy, not be able to trade. Not be able, not be able to go anywhere without having six, 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 and and I'm really, I'm really thinking, I'm really thinking as I watch this COVID nineteen, I'm really thinking we're getting, we're setting up for that right now, you know, all these testing and all, you know, reason why we don't know people have COVID nineteen because we don't are not testing, so people are beginning, you know, because the government don't want to spend the money on to test people, you know, we only test two people, two percent or five percent of people. In the state of South Carolina, you know why? Because the government don't want to spend the, the money that it takes to test people. And so what's happening is that in order to tell, and, and, and they're working their way out now to tell, tell people, to tell, to tell between the people that have been tested and the people that have not been tested and the people that have COVID-19, people that don't have COVID, how are you going to do that? Well, there's getting, I'm, I'm getting ready to tell you. They're setting up a way now to be able to tell that they're gonna give people an armband, they're gonna give people, they're gonna give people something to wear that identifies that I don't have COVID-19. And without and 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 mark my words, it's getting ready to happen that um because we're gonna talk about pandemics in a few minutes, but mark my words that you're not gonna be able to go in go into a business or go in about get your hair cut or go into a movie theater without having that band on. It's going to be some kind of identification that the, um, because that's the way they're going to be able to open the, keep the economy ro ro rolling is that, they, that you have an identification. So when you go to a business, you don't have to wear a mask or you use hand sanitizer. They're going to have, you know, I'm clear from COVID-19. Or unless it's called a herd immunity. And what a herd immunity is, is that enough people that have had COVID-19 um, there's enough people um, that have had that has had COVID-19 and survived it. Well, there are antibodies, um, according to what the the um, CDC tells us, that their antibodies are, um, are are have been built up and they are immune from COVID-19 for two years. So they could go back into society and work and, and hold down a job and run the economy without having to wear a mask or use sanitizer or all that stuff. Because, you know, there's no protection from COVID-19, only through social distancing, is, there, is, is, is you can fight against it 
um, but there's no treatment and there's no um, there's no vaccine for it. Um, so so but I believe and I'm just a preacher. So what do I know? But I just believe that that's going to be that's going to be a, a doorway um, for for the mark of the beast to come. And without without the um, without without the uh, the um, the mark of the beast, you cannot do you cannot participate in the economy. You can't buy. You can't sell. You can't you can't do business um, without it. And so that's what the Antichrist is coming to do is setting up his kingdom um, and he's going to bring he's he's going to bring um, he's going to bring, you know, if you swear allegiance to him, you got to wear the mark of the beast. You know, so we're getting ready. We're moving into that now. You know, the devil, he's working and he's working overtime and he's looking for these gaps in our government and he's going he's going to explore them you just wait and see now but what I know I'm a preacher I don't know nothing <laughs> okay the next after the after the antichrist comes he he comes to ride to to uh to to, to develop a false sense of peace in the world cuz see the world's in chaos okay after these people disappear from the rapture, the world's in chaos. And so the Antichrist rides in to be the hero of the hour. You know, everything's going to be okay, and, 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 and everything's going to have got a reason, and, and, and I'm here to take care of you. Just believe in me and let me handle everything. So that's what's going to happen. He rides in to do false sense of peace. But the next thing that happens, the next sign that appears um the next sign that appears in the heavens is the um, is the the second horseman of the of the uh, four horsemen. So as you can see, that the Antichrist he does not come to do what peace. He comes to do what do the opposite. See that the Antichrist is opposite of Jesus. If Jesus comes to bring us what peace, what does Antichrist come to do? He is anti peace. So you have matter and you have antimatter. There's a such thing called antimatter. It's just not in the episode of Star Trek. There is there is an antimatter in the world. Um, and and there was there was a there was a belief that there was no such thing as disease. Um, we're gonna talk about that too if we had time. But you know, there was a belief that there was no such thing as Adam, you know, but Oppenheimer the man that invented the atomic bomb was in his bathtub and he created the, the form of nuclear fission but split the atom and that's how he developed the nuclear bomb. You know, we dropped the nuclear bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in World War II and Oppenheimer invented that along with a team of Jewish scientists and Albert Einstein was one of the, those and Oppenheimer was the chief scientist that invented the bomb and he was in his bathtub, and he invented. He came up with the idea of how to split the the atom to give it to give it such force that it would be a nuclear explosion. And some people didn't believe that there was an atom, but he proved them wrong. He split that atom, and he created such a power uh, um, nuclear. And, there, and right now, under our feet, all over the world, all over our country, there are nuclear silos that contain that power. Um, that the president carries around on a, on his um, person. The, it's called the it's called the the football. It's a briefcase. It has all the codes in it for if there's ever an attack on America, you press that button, launch it, launch those nuclear nuclear um, nuclear missiles. 
But let's get on with the Bible. So the next, the next, um, the next horse that comes out um, is is a is a is a red horse, okay? And that is the color of blood. And the rider's name on that horse is what? War. And so, so the so the weapon he has is a sword, and the judgment that he has is he he um he has the power to strip peace from the world, to take it from the world, and he causes men to hate one another and slay one another and kill one another, and he, for nation rises up against nation. So that's what the 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 horseman he is red because it's the color of blood, and so he he comes to um to um, make war between man and his brother. Um, and so he comes and he bring, takes the peace uh, and harmony out of the world. See, the, so you got the Antichrist and the next, the next horse that comes after the Antichrist is what? The red horse. And he comes to bring war upon this planet. He comes to turn man against his brother. And he comes and he, and he, ca- and he causes man to, to, to break out and hate against his brother, to create war and to kill one another. I mean, we think it got bad today, but you just wait till then. I mean, and 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 and, uh, and so he take so this this rider is given the power to take peace out of the world, and he and he replaces that peace with what war. And so after war, after war, uh, we have the um the black horse. And uh, you got to get some of this. Okay. You got the picture of the four horsemen. <laughs> you got the Antichrist, and then you got the red horse, and now we're at the black horse, okay? So after war, you know, when a- after, after a nation is involved in war, what happens is you have, you have famine and you have economic collapse. So this rider, the next rider, is, is, is um, on a black horse, and he is his name is famine, and so, so after the Antichrist, you got the you got war, and then you got the black horse, which is the color of grief and mourning. He is he is the the rider's name is famine, and so he comes to bring economic disaster upon the world with famine. Uh, he comes to bring because there's not enough food to go around, you know. And see, we see that now with the COVID-19 crisis. You know, gosh knows it's not enough toilet paper. I wonder if there was a rider to, to come and bring take away the toilet paper from the world. But you know, we, we're you know we, we got people people um, taking the toilet paper off the aisle. You know, taking the hand sanitizer, hoarding the hand sanitizer, taking the See, they don't understand what the COVID-19 virus is. They're thinking about cholera. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, cholera was a more intestinal disease, than, but the COVID-19 is a respiratory disease. Um, but, but, you know, and, and there's not enough meat going around. There's meat shortage going around. You know, there, there's not enough chicken to go around. You know, so some stores are limiting people on buying chicken and meat or whatever because of the COVID-19 crisis. So we see what happens when war hits and during the tribulation period, then the next thing that happens because of the war is famine, economic disaster. You know, and the Bible says uh, a measure of wheat is for a penny 
and three measures of barley is for a penny. So the economic system in, in, in the tribulation world collapses. It's not worth anything. And the Bible says, don't harm the oil or the wine. So oil and the wine at this time are what precious. Don't harm them, but everything else is what? Worthless. It has no value because of the war has destroyed it. So then we move to um, the fourth horse, um, and it's a pale horse or a green horse in Greek. It's, it's, it's chlorus, um, the Greek word um, for pale. It means green, like chlorophyll. The horse on this, this, this um, the horse, the color of this horse is pale because it's the color of, of rotting flesh or corpses. Um, he, he is, he's rider, this rider is death. So you got the Antichrist, and then after the Antichrist, you got war, and you got famine, and then you have um, death. And following the, the, this rider is what? Hades. So um, the the weapon that this rider has, um, okay, I didn't even talk about the weapon that the third rider had. He has scales that out the that that anything that the world is in the world, he outweighs it. You know, he brings nothing to our economic system. He wages it to us nothing to it just completely collapses, and money is not worth anything. You know. Um, there's no economic value. You know, gold doesn't mean anything. Diamonds don't mean anything. Everything, everything is the economic system is collapsing. You know, our money today is based on the amount of gold. We used to used to believe that's in Fort Knox. You know that that for every dollar we have gold, or precious metals to um to um to back it up. But that's not that's no longer true today. We print money as the money behind it's not worth anything. It, there's no value behind it. We're just printing money, but it's not there's no value behind it. And so there's gonna be a time coming in, in the end times that the the money uh at the economy is not gonna be worth nothing. Um you 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 can't buy any, with anything because it's not do, rubies or diamonds not be worth anything. Um there's gonna be no trade. Um, so you're going to live in a world with no economic system, nothing to barter or trade with. So, that, so then we move from the, when, when you have famine and you have economic disaster, then you move into what? Death. And so this rider, he has the, the weapons that he has been given are the sword, he's been given famine, he's been given plague, and he's been given wild animals. So this rider is pestilence. So we're going to talk about pestilence. Jesus said that before the end came, there will be pestilence. And how ironic is that? And when we started Bible study, the first thing that I talked about was what Jesus told the disciples in Matthew 24. He talked about what pestilence would come. Well, when we started Bible study, people got said, how come we're not studying Revelation? Well, because I felt led at that time to talk about Matthew 24. And in that, Jesus talked about all these signs that will happen before the end comes. He said, you're going to have nation rising against nation, and you're going to have um, you're going to have famine. And then what did he say? You're going to have what? Pestilence. Pestilence is going to happen. And so as soon as I said that, within weeks, what happened? COVID-19 came to our shore. COVID-19 
came to South Carolina. COVID-19 is what? A pestilence. It is a disease. And we're, we're practicing social distancing because what? COVID-19 is a pestilence. Jesus said it was going to happen to us. And so what? It happened. Um, so this rider came to bring destruction and death through what? Plague, through famine, and through wild animals. See, pestilence can be pestilence can come through wild animals. You know, when, when you have a swarm of locusts attack a crop in Africa, that's pestilence. See, those that swarm of locusts come and see locusts don't swarm very often. But when they swarm, there's there's a chemical reaction to their environment. And so they swarm and you have a swarm of locusts. Locusts don't usually come together. They're they're pretty much um uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, insects that that uh, that feed alone and they come to get. But they're they're not a hive mind animal. But there's a chemical that 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 uh, there's a chemical that's released in their bodies that causes them to swarm. And so you have these mass thousands of locusts coming together in a swarm, and they destroy whatever's in front of them. And so that so that the um. Then you have rats, you know, rats call, rats and bats call the bubonic plague. Um, and Jesus even mentions that in the, you know, when he talks about um, Pergamon, you know, one of the, one of the churches in the, in the church age, you know, let me see if I can go back and read that. Is it Pergamon or Sardis off the top of my head? But, you know, he says that, um, let's see. No, it's Sardis. It was the um, it was Sardis was the dead church, uh, and what happened was, uh, well, let me let me see see. No, it was Thyatira. Thyatira. And Jesus said to the church of Thyatira because they was following they they were following a false teaching, and they told Jesus told them if you don't they were following a false teacher that was like Jezebel a prophetess, and they said that they were committing fornication with her. They was seducing the servants there in the church, and he said if they don't repent, he's going to do what? Throw them on a bed of sickness with her. And so that's what happened in the dark ages when the church, uh, during the dark ages, is that, that, that the church was going through the bubonic plague or the plague, the, uh, uh, the bubonic plague. And, um, and so that's what Jesus is referring to, is that there was a pestilence during that time, during the dark ages, called the Black Death. And it was caused by bats or rats, and it was the bubonic plague that killed thousands of people. So we're we're looking at pestilences, and uh, I, I I did a little study on pestilence, to, and I want to share with you. Um, now, the world has faced many pestilences other than the COVID nineteen, and I found out something interesting about the COVID nineteen virus. You know, the simplest form of the COVID nineteen virus is what the common cold. When you get the common cold, you got the coronavirus. That's the simple, basic form. Of the coronavirus, but it, it, it and it, the coronavirus can spread from animal to people. So they say, believe that the coronavirus uh, that that causes COVID nineteen came from a bat. 
and it transferred from a bat to people. Um, but there is what is called as the MERS, is Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, and then there's SARS, which is Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. Um, so, um, but you have in the world today, the major plagues were what the Black Death, and then cholera lasted, you know, six years, and cholera lasted from 1817 to 1923, and then cholera came back in 1961 to 1975. It, record, record, it recurred in Indonesia. Um, then there was the Spanish flu in 1918 that people referred to. But um, I want to show you a picture. Um, I found this online. This, was, uh, this was picture was in 1831. It was illustrated by Robert Seymour. And this, this is a picture of um, the pandemic cholera that I mentioned. Um, this was an, it done in England and during the time of 1831. And Robert Seymour was an illustrator who, who illustrated some work for, um, for, for Charles Dickens. And during this time period, they had, they were, there was still um, this belief that they didn't understand how disease was communicable or they didn't understand how disease was spread through germs through personal contact. You know, today we understand that disease has not come from the clouds. They believed in what was called the Mishma theory, and they believed that disease came from a cloud, okay? And so this is a picture that Robert, Robert Seymour, because of the belief that disease spread through a cloud, called the Mishma. Now, the Mishma in this picture um, is a picture of a cloud that's a form of a skull, a phantom specter. And you can see that the, the, that the, the Mishma is the dark cloud above the specter, and, this, and it has formed, formed a cloak with having skeletal legs and feet coming out of it. And you can see how you can see in the picture uh, underneath the, um, the feet and the hands that there's this kind of a, a haze Okay, see that haze is coming down on the people on the battlefield, and this is this represents England and England's uh, opposition. And what this picture is telling us is that the disease of cholera has no um, it, it has no um, um, what's the word? Um, it, it's no discrimination. So it takes off and it, it tramples on England and it tramples on England's opposition it has no discretion in who it kills and then you see the city over there burning because of the because of the uh, cholera um, um, outbreak during this time in the 1800s um, it started in 1817 it ran through 1923 and then it came back in 1961 it ran through 1975 in Indonesia and the um, the Spanish flu now, the Spanish flu was just starting in America in 1918. It was a result after the after the uh, World War One. Many soldiers were infected in, by infected by the Spanish flu. They spread to in America, um, and so you had the cholera outbreak pandemic going on, and you had the Spanish flu going on in 1918 at the same time. I mean, imagine that you got cholera. Cholera was like dysentery. It was a it was an it was a um a, a um disease that affected your stomach and intestine, your G, your GI tract. Cholera affected that, and it killed many thousands of people 
during that time. So as you can see, that the disease, um, the, that the spread of disease, they believe that was through a cl evil cloud that descended on people. And you see that in that picture. Um, it, 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 and, and I think it's kind of interesting that, that Robert Seymour, he, 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 he personified that, he didn't know it was disease, but he personified it in, in this phantom specter. And John sees these, these riders as being people, and he personifies war, and he personifies famine, and he, and, he just, and he personifies death riding on these horses. I think that's kind of interesting. But, um, but, but, we, but you know, the, the, that, that COVID-19 is a pandemic. Our world has faced other pandemics as well. And, I, and, and what these pandemics have in common, I learned that the cholera pandemic and the, and the, um, the um, Spanish flu that hit America, they all had the same, they all had the same thing going on. They, 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 first of all, the authorities asked the church to what? Quarantine during this time in cholera and in the Spanish flu. They also, that people didn't believe in, people didn't believe doctors, people didn't believe in hospitals, people didn't believe in the medical professionals, people didn't believe in the government, people didn't believe in the news media. When they reported the deaths of the cholera or Spanish flu, people didn't believe them. And so that's what going on today. You can read it, you can read it online for yourself. Um, but people didn't believe in cholera. Um, they thought it was made up, wasn't real. And the Spanish flu, when Spanish flu hit, killed people. People didn't believe either. And so that's why people died um, as a result of these diseases because they didn't believe it. And that's the same way today. I believe some people just are acting like, well, it's not going to affect me. And they go about, don't do social distancing. And, and then they, 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 some people contract the, contract the disease. And it's sad that we don't listen to what the government tells us to do. It's lies, government conspiracy, and all this other type of stuff. But, the, but, the, the, but it's, all, it's true. You know, we can do one or two things with it, believe it or not. But see, we can see we're following the footsteps of history because it's happened before. Pandemics have happened before, and they will happen again. And when Jesus leaves, when Jesus raptures the church, I guarantee you're going to have a pandemic, and you're going to have what? Great cosmic disturbances. And uh, I want to look at, now we're moving from, we're moving from the four horsemen into the fifth seal that's broken the fifth seal is the um the um the fifth seal is the um souls under the throne of god okay now during this time of the tribulation there are people that are going are going to come to christ they're going to see the signs and they're going to they're going to put two and two together and they're going to realize oh i i missed the mark Okay, I didn't believe in Jesus what I sh when I should have. Now, see, God is going to allow that for people to get saved, and those people are going to get saved. And what's going to happen to them? The beast ain't going to like them. The world ain't going to like them um, because they're going to be blaming God for 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 the, the tragedy. Because people aren't going to understand the rapture, so they're going to blame God. And so, when these people start coming to Christ, what's going to happen is they're going to be killed. They're going to be they they're going to be martyred. 
for their faith in Christ. And there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people that come to know Christ, but they're going to be martyred. The world is going to kill them. And so that when they die, they're going to, they're going to be what? Under the throne of God. Now, why is that? Okay. Now, there are two different types of people in heaven during this time. There are the raptured saints that have a body, and there's the, there are the tribulation saints who don't, okay? Now, when, when you get saved in the tribulation period and you die, you go to heaven, but you're not raptured until the end, until after the seven-year tribulation. Then you're what? You're raptured. Then your body is rejoined with your soul. But while we're in heaven, we're going to see this group of those that on earth that, you know, we're going to celebrate them because they do decide to come to Jesus, but they aren't given a body yet, and, God, and, they're, and they're demanding justice. <laughs> they come, come before God, and they're, they're saying, you know, God, avenge us. You know, we, we lived for you, and we gave our lives to you, and we surrendered to you, and, and we got killed and martyred. And God's going to give them say, y'all got to be patient because the time is not yet right. Because it's not, we haven't, we haven't gone through the whole seven-year tribulation period yet, so y'all be, because your numbers are going to be added to. There are going to be more people that come to know Christ, and people are going to be killed. And so their numbers are going to be added to, the Bible says, and that they're going to they're be underneath the throne of God at that time uh, until, until the end of the seven-year tribulation period when God uh, allows their bodies to be raptured with their souls and their spirits. Just as we were. So, see, like I'm saying, it's great. It's good to know to come to know God now and to be raptured and to have a body and a soul and a spirit together in one. And then when, when you die in the tribulation period, you don't have that. You know, they have to wait till they're, till the, till the once. See, they, they come to know Christ in the, in the fifth seal of the first tribula, of the, of the fifth seal of the seven, of the seven seals. And so we have, um, so we have, we have the, uh, we have them there in heaven with us. But we see that they, that um, they're not, they're not like one of us. You know, we're the church, but they're the tribulation saints. So there's a difference there. And then we come to the last uh, verses from six, the last seal, the sixth seal that's open. Um, and it's the worst of the worst. So we have we have the world being shaken up from the Antichrist, war, pestilence, and death. Man against man. These four riders represent man against man. Destruction calls when man hates his brother. When man hates his brother, he devalues his brother. He makes war against his brother. He kills his brother, steals from his brother, bears false witness against his brother, covets his brother's wife, steals his brother's family is jealous of his brother, envious brother, his brother, strikes out in rage against his brother. 
puts himself before his brother. We see that happening in the end time. We see it happening today, but it's going to happen more in this time. That rampant, rampant um, social uh, upheaval and disobedience and, and decadence is going to reign in society. And so we see that in the first four seals that this this tribulation is called against man. If you had to narrow it down, it's man against man. Man hating his brother. Man killing his brother. Man devaluing his brother. And then the next, the ne- the next judgment is cosmic disturbances. So we see here that man is against his brother, and then now we got cosmic disturbances, cosmic destruction. Um, we have the sun turning what dark, the moon turning to blood, the stars falling from the sky, the sky rolling up in the heavens. And some people believe that um, this, is, this can be interpreted as a nuclear explosion. Nuclear explosion can can cover the sun with nuclear um, nuclear um, with nuclear fallout. It can cover the sun with nuclear radiation. When you have enough nuclear, when you have a, a we have bombs today that are more powerful than twice the power that was in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <coughs> so some interpreters believe that this is a nuclear explosion, nuclear bomb going off. In the world, because when a nuclear bomb goes off, the telltale signs of it does what? It has a cloud that looks rolled up. So, could possibly John see that as a result of war and pestilence and violence against man against his, his brother, that we come to the ultimate point in our net, in our world that somebody finally launches a nuclear weapon? And we know that from a nuclear weapon, there's what? There's an earthquake. There's nuclear radiation, nuclear fallout. Is that what we're seeing in this picture? Um, you be the judge. But this all, you know, God can judge us with a nuclear nuclear bomb, or God can send God can send <coughs> rain down on us from heaven. And then what happens is, as soon as, as soon as this is taking place. What happens is the people of the earth do what? They go hide from the wrath of the one sitting on the throne. They do, they do not come and repent of their sins. They do not draw closer to God and ask God to forgive them. They don't plead with God to stop the tribulation from coming. But they go hide from his presence. Just like Adam did when Adam sinned. Remember in the garden? That the first thing when God when Adam heard God walking in the cool of the day, what does Adam do? He didn't go running and embrace him. But what does he do? 
He hid from him because of his sin. And so mankind at this time has already hated his brother, causes war against his brother, causes stealing from his brother, causes famine against his brother. See, that's when Antichrist comes. Antichrist comes not to bring peace, but a sword against his brother. And so the Antichrist comes to cause division against against his brother. And so mankind at this time has been reduced. Instead of repenting of of our sins, mankind does what? Hides and keeps his sins intact. That's what Adam did. See, Adam didn't go and say, Lord, I confess my sin. I'm sorry. But what does Adam say? I'm naked. This woman you gave me did what? Makes excuse. This woman you gave me what? Caused me to sin. And so that's what, that's what we see in, in the close of this chapter is that man is happy with his sin. He's happy killing his brother. He's happy stealing from his brother. He's happy causing war, causing division in the land. And he doesn't care about drawing close to God. He wants to hide and forsake God and and just let whatever happens, happens. That's how this chapter ends, you know? It ends that way. With mankind hiding, humankind hiding from God, just as we did in the garden, just as Adam did in the garden. He hid. Adam hid from God's presence. And today... You know, are we drawing closer to God during the COVID-19 crisis? You know, we've had a lot of time to do reflection. Have we repented of our sins? We use this time to draw closer to God. Um, you know, are, but are we going to be any better? We see all these th- good things that are coming out of COVID-19, but, but have we repented of our sins as a people and as a nation? And we use this time to draw closer to God and to follow what the good book tells us to do. Are we still the same? Are we the ones hiding from God during this time? Do we need to make recompense with God in this time and get right with him? Friend, I don't know where you are today and you walk with God. Only you can answer that question. If you know you need to get right with God tonight, you need to get right with him. Don't wait another minute. Don't let Satan blind your mind and tell you you got plenty of time. Don't let Satan blind your mind with religion and say, oh, you're going to be all right because you're better than those people down the street. You're going to be all right because you're better than those people that, that are Baptists that jump over, or the Holy Ghost filled folks that jump over the pews. You're better than them. You know, are you living right today? You know, how you know you're living right is because what comes, you know, Jesus is t- will tell you, what, tell you what, if you're living right by what comes out of your mouth. Jesus said you'll know them by the fruit they bear, what comes out of your mouth. So, so you listen to what you say today, folks. What comes out of your mouth tells the fruit of your heart. So that will conclude our Bible study tonight. We come through chapter six, and we open up the Jesus opened up the seven seals, the, the first of the seven seals, had the four horsemen, Antichrist, war, famine, death. Oh, and I forgot to mention about death is that the, that what followed him was what Hades or hell.
See, the writer was on a, on a reconnaissance mission for hell. He went about collecting those people that belonged to the devil. He went about to harvest evil. He visited those evil people and collected them and gave them to the monster behind him, which is called hell. Sometimes we, we read, we read the, uh, Revelation and it keeps us up at night. But uh, folks, I'm glad to know that my Savior reigns, that he's on the throne, and that when the time comes, he's going to call my name. Do you have that assurance tonight? I hope you do. But if you don't, you can, at, you can call upon him tonight and ask him to save your soul from the fires of hell. And he'll write your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and nobody can take it out. So I encourage you tonight, if you haven't made your commitment to Christ, or if you've gone straight, or you're backslidden and allow the devil to corrupt your life, I invite you tonight to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior so that you can know with confidence when that trumpet sounds or your life ends here on earth, you'll be with him in his presence because absent from the body is present with the Lord. Amen and amen. So I'm so glad you could be with us tonight in the exciting time of study of God's word and revelation. Tonight we'll be, tomorrow night, we'll, tomorrow, to, next Wednesday night we'll be doing chapter 7 and we'll be in full, further explanation, further exploration of the tribulation and we'll have one more um, judgment, the sealed judgment and then we go to the trumpet judgment. Next week I believe chapter 7 we get to meet the 144,000. Let me check that out real quick to make sure I, I'm saying that right. I think next week we meet the 144,000. I know a lot of people want to know who are the 144,000? Let me check that up real quick to make sure I'm, I'm saying that right. Um, let's see. Yeah, next week, chapter 7, next week, we meet the 144,000. I know there's a lot of people who want to know the 144,000, so we'll talk about that next week, but I'm going to give you a hint. 144,000 come from the Jews. There's no Gentile in the 144,000. You can only be 144,000 unless you're a Jew. Amen? So we learn about what God does with 144,000. He sends them out to preach the gospel of Christ. So I'm glad that you're here and, and glad you were part of, part of our um, Bible study. Um, thank Kevin for um, setting this all up for us. And being our, being our, our, our webmaster and jack of all trades when it comes to technology, because I don't know nothing. Um, don't ask me, just ask Kevin. <laughs> I like that one. Don't ask me, just ask Kevin. So we appreciate you, and we love you, and, and, and hope that God will bless you, and, and, and I'm glad you're, that you made this time to be part of our Bible study. So now let us bow for a word, a moment of prayer as we close our time together. Dear God, we do thank you for your word, and sometimes it can be scary and frightening, and the imagery that, that John sees of the end times would help us to know, Lord, that when we're, you've got our hand in your hand, then when we're born again and we're living for you, and our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Nothing can come and take us out of your hand.
And help us to know, Lord, tonight that when we read the story of the tribulation in your word, help us to know, help us to know, help us to know that we have peace with you. And that when the right time comes, the trumpet's going to sound. And this life of ours is going to be over. And we're going to be transformed into a, into a glorious creature, a new creature. A glorious new creature with a new body. A glorious body that will never die or taste death. Thank you, Lord, for saving our soul. Bless those tonight, Lord. Bless those tonight that need a special touch from you, Lord. Those people that are struggling in this time of darkness, be a light and shine it in their world as we pray and give thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hope everybody will join us next time. Good night and amen.